Alright guys, welcome back to How It's About. This episode is about Rome and Sicily. We have a lot of music, actually, in this episode and several interviews. Uh, so much of what we did was just eating food, enjoying music with local people, and uh, enjoy. Okay, folks, so we did this episode slightly different than the past episodes in that we really tried to record things in real time. So in this episode, you will hear a lot of um, uh, in-the-moment thoughts. For instance, I share um, my just memos of what is happening in Sicily as it is happening because it was kind of crazy. And this very first thing you're going to hear is very, very sleep-deprived Justin and Lauren um, after our first day in Rome uh, you can tell. You can tell we're very sleep deprived. So enjoy. Okay, we want to make this super raw and real. We are literally in the subway right now in Rome. Hey, that's the train rolling in. Anyway, it's our first day in Rome. Yeah, wow. What it, a freaking first day. It did not disappoint. I mean, we rolled in from Qatar with no sleep and bought some train passes and fumbled our way into downtown, and then all of a sudden we were- In the Vatican City. In the Vatican City, accidentally, and it just so happened- That, uh, well, it was Sunday, so I kind of was like, yeah, I betcha there's gonna be like a mass or something at St. Peter's Basilica. So we went to St. Peter, St. Peter's Square. Yeah, anyway, it was like, apparently a couple times a year, the Pope actually makes a full-blown appearance, uh, everything <laughs> the, the pope the you know the famous guy the actual the one pope francis that guy he was there um but the the entire so we got there a little early about a half an hour early we're like oh this is kind of cool over the next half an hour the entire saint peter's square which is massive by the way filled up so it was entirely packed with people hundreds of thousands of people so many people yeah and then yeah we had this very intense long two-hour mass which we survived hallelujah and yeah, I kind of took a stroll for a while, and Lauren sat in the sun. But then I couldn't I think get back I got in burned. because we had to bring our backpacking packs in, so it would look really conspicuous to like walk out of this front row mass in this open square with a big old backpack. So I decided to just, you know, see it through to the end. And we're so glad we did because at the end, oh my gosh, the Pope literally, oh, it was so beautiful. Everyone was like crying and screaming and waving he got in a car and just drove around through a path through the square and he drove past us i think we were maybe 10 feet away from yeah, 10 feet Pope francis smiling and waving at us he, he waved in my general direction he blessed us by we've been blessed. osmosis yeah no yes. we, we were it was so cool oh not so just a amazing. car the pope mobile which is like this super awesome <laughs> yeah it's a real thing it's oh. this super awesome car that's like a Jeep thing, but kind of a golf cart, and it's really fancy. Yeah. Anyway, he took a big old lap around the entire square and right past us. And real happy guy. Real nice guy, yeah. seems like to me. So then shortly after that, we were on a bus trying to figure out where we're going to eat that's not touristy. And we really wanted to have just the quintessential Roman lunch. And I decided to practice my Italian on uh, the woman next to me at the, on the bus. And so I, I asked her, how, when, when does the bus leave or something in Italian? And she was so thrilled. She just fell in love with us, I think. And she, um, she invited us to join her and her party of her brother and sister-in-law to lunch. Oh, my gosh. So they took us to this super cool, legit local place. Hole in the wall. Yeah. Amazing food. And we ordered this five-course progressive 
everything from pizza, pasta, salad, uh, bread with the bruschetta. Uh, it was really good. Yeah. Um, uh, a lemon zesty chicken dish, and then I ordered a pizza as well. You know, and we got wine. It was it was so good. Delicious. Every bite was everything I hoped our first Italian meal would be. And the courses came slowly, so there was all this time for this conversation. We got to know these people. We translated. They were so sweet. They were just wonderful. Oh, the sweetest people. Said goodbye. We all kissed each other on each other's cheeks. Men, oh, yeah. men included. They, yes, they taught us how it's right first, then left, which is kind of felt like that was... I'm left-handed. doesn't make sense to me, yeah. but you know, cool. I, I almost, yeah, it was close, it was a close call. <laughs> I, for, I, I, sh- I shook the gentleman's hand, and then I was he like, nope, right pulled in. me right in. There we <laughs> went. Yeah. Kisses on the cheek. We've um, had just the most perfect Roman day. Yeah. And then as we strolled away from them, a hip-hop dance party was happening, which oh, is yeah. crazy. Uh, and then we just wandered, and now we're here at the subway, and we're really delirious because we haven't slept, but... <laughs> It's been an amazing day. Such a good day, Rome. Oh, so that was um, that was our experience of the first day in Rome, and yeah, it was it was all that and more. But um, from there, we ended up continually um, prolonging our our time in Rome because we just kept realizing there's more and more to see. So initially, what was going to be a one day or a two day trip turned into a five day adventure in Rome before we headed to the south. But well, ju- Ooh, pardon me. What what were some of your favorite things that you saw? Oh man. The Roman Forum, of course, uh, just because mm-hmm. there's so much history buried in there. We did a little audio tour thing that we downloaded. Um, Rick Steves. Oh, Rick Steves. <laughs> oh, crusty Rick. Um, no. <laughs> no, actually pretty pretty well it done. It was good. A little, he's a little bit of a cheese ball, but you know. He, uh, you he get kept, some good information. Yeah, he kept saying the word booty all the time. He was really, <laughs> really into it. He's like, of course, they always gathered booty from the they captured land. the booty from. He said booty like four times. Like, you just want to say booty. It's it's fine. But anyway, Rick Steves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut yeah. this out. <laughs> the Roman Forum was, um, I don't know. I, I think we just scratch the surface of understanding the significance of a lot of the different structures and um Mm. but still you could just feel and imagine what it would have looked like uh, in its glory and being there you know at the ground level and looking at the pillars and pieces of buildings and pieces of temples and julius caesar's um temple or house something over there in the corner yes house um you just felt the grandeur of Rome. Oh, also the the archways, the entryways that would always symbolize mm-hmm. um, a great victory. Mm-hmm. One uh, victory over the Jewish people was kind of intense to to look at. You know, there's all these imagery and such carved into the ceiling mm-hmm. and the walls. Uh, you know, and we heard in our little audio tour the description of what all of it meant, and um, yeah, it just kind of brought it home that all of that really did happen. So true. And how could you forget the Colosseum? Oh, well, I was getting there. (laughs) Well, before you do, though, I do want to share, since you're talking about your your love of the history, I think one of the things that I was surprised by was just how much Justin really loved it, because um, sometimes when we're looking at where we're going to go and what we're going to do, his preference is usually to do outdoor things and, you know, be in the nature and hike and all that, and I'm like, ah culture and art and history I want to go see that and so it was kind of the choice to spend that those days in Rome was kind of for me but to see him just totally come alive and and grasp it and try to understand it and learn more about it was was really cool so yeah I mean in the words of Maximus I was in fact entertained it was was great yeah it's awesome (laughs) just imagining I mean also I love 
you know, the different movies and yeah. uh, epics and stories of that time and that culture. And so brought all that home as well, just seeing the, these buildings. Um, yeah, Colosseum, my goodness. Like, oh, that thing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's bigger than I thought, first of all. It is um, a big, beautiful thing. Yeah, and we learned a lot about how they actually made it even wider at some point. Um, mm-hmm. One of the Caesars did. And, um, man, really, I think at one point it felt like we were getting a grasp of some of the different historical components. And then other times we were just looking at a rock and saying, I know that rock is significant, but I don't know why. And <laughs> yeah. it's cool. Yeah. You know, so some moments we really felt in on the inner circle of the the history or the explanation of a, a piece of the Colosseum or a piece of something in, in Rome. And other times we just were in awe of, of what it was and what it is. Yeah. 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 And I would say sometimes I, it felt like um, it was... I think when you're seeing these ancient artifacts in these places, your your tendency is is sometimes to think, oh wow, that's so long ago and that's so far removed. But I think by seeing it and being like, wow, it's still here, it kind of makes it feel like it wasn't really that long ago to me. So that was kind of an interesting realization seeing this, seeing those sites and doing those things and and being like, wow, we this is this is a part of our history and of humankind and and it wasn't really necessarily that long ago if if these things still survive so i don't know it felt like yeah Yeah. and side note about rome pizza they really actually do love pizza oh my gosh it's it's not just a touristy thing it's not just an over hyped up thing that oh yeah pizza in rome especially in the in the neighborhoods where we could afford to stay an hour away by bus Everybody was eating pizza. It's, a, it's all about the we pizza. We actually couldn't find anything but pizza. Yeah, the, yeah. pizza and pasta. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, and so delicious. So so good. So good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, after Rome, we headed. Oh my goodness, we had a long train adventure all the way down to Sicily. Mm-hmm. But before we explain to you what we actually did in Sicily, we want to just kind of let your imagination run wild. So for the next three and a half minutes, you're going to enjoy a musical moment, which we will explain later. And then immediately following that, you will hear in in the moment memos that I recorded of what our life was like in Sicily. So just go along for the ride.
existence than usual. I am at a um, eco-adventure. Um, I just had a spider on me. Oh, geez, yeah. I actually have a few. Um, this is so exciting. We use oranges that grow in the orchards. Well, no, in the trees right above the dining room table. The dining room, which is open air, of course. And um, we use those oranges to clean the tables and cutting boards because they have natural antibacterial powers to them. I was up all night last night killing ants inside of our tent. Helped him shear sheep. Fied <laughs> and watched others shear the sheep. So they were out shearing sheep, and so they, they sent Justin and I in to make the pasta, which we thought was really ironic that the two Americans were making pasta for the Italians, Sicilians or Sicilians. So um, we were kind of nervous about that, but they just gave us literally noodles, tomatoes, basil, and, and that, was, that was all we had to work with. So how could you mess it up? The important thing is to note that the noodles have to be al dente, and so we were really careful about that. And they liked it, so I think we did all right. Much of the day's chores included taking water from, um, there's a local mountain stream that pours into kind of a fish pond pool situation. So much of what we did today was move water around all over the property from feeding the ponies to the donkey, to the chickens, to um, the dogs, to the garden. We were moving around pails of water. Oh, and then to, to our sink to do some cleaning. Oh boy, I think today might have been the best so far. I'm tucked into my sleeping bag on the sand on the beach of the Mediterranean Sea. The dog, Boshu, is at our feet and we just had a really great dinner of potatoes and onions which we literally threw into the fire. We loaded up all of our stuff onto Hercules, who is the donkey. So we took the donkey and hiked about... Uh, about an hour and a half down to this um, lonely beach is what it's called and um, yeah it's really really gorgeous and that is the end of our in the moment recordings now Justin and I are going to go back and explain to you what was happening in the music scene so let me set the scene for you here we are at this hundred plus year old little building uh, with rock floors and huge wine barrels against all the walls that actually are full of the wine that they uh, grow locally and produce themselves. Um, everything is locally sourced. Uh, there's just every, every kind of food imaginable that you would want to eat in Sicily or Italy. Um, and it's all served on these little plates and platters. Essentially, the charcuterie board of your dreams. It, the kind of thing that you couldn't put together with a hundred dollars if you tried at Whole Foods. Oh, it's also all you can eat. So, and it's locally sourced, grown right there, doesn't get any fresher or better. And here you are sitting in this beautiful old, um, kind of like wine cellar sort of room and the table next to us, uh, six gentlemen, uh, well-trained in each of their, uh, musical instruments and they're they're just enjoying the same meal we are in the same order and uh, taking their time eating and all of a sudden the plates are whisked away and the instruments come out and what ensues is just song after song after song where different people are standing up and shouting and clapping and dancing and um, all the while you're just kind of sitting and enjoying it and taking it in and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it goes on into the wee hours of the night. 2 a.m. sometimes, yeah. <laughs> the concept of a siesta is alive and well in this part of the world, and uh, so they stay up late because they've taken a nice long afternoon nap yeah. quite often, so it might sound weird to party into the wee hours and pl- play music and stuff, um, and then get up early and work, but they have kind of this really natural life cycle of yeah. taking this big afternoon nap, and all of it just feels very natural. Very, like, yeah. why Why is not everybody doing this? <laughs> I think our experience in Sicily, which I now have come to really love referring to as Sicilia. It just sounds prettier, I think, and it's what they call it. So, Sicilia is is maybe the most unique experience we've had on this whole trip, just with, with the absolute uh, authentic nature of what we did and, and how we got to interact with the place. But the beautiful... and. Uh, I think you downplayed the cheese a little bit. The cheese was so incredible. Yeah. Uh, you walk in and that's the first thing you see. And and these cheeses are massive. They're like the size of... Mm, oh my gosh, what would you say the cheese rounds were? Three footballs next to each Three other. Three footballs. Five <laughs> footballs. No. Gosh, they were huge. They were so big. And Regulation just, size. Uh, yeah. And you get this plate full of all these different kinds and they're just artistic cheeses. Oh my goodness. So, anyway. So, how did we find this place? <laughs> how did we find ask? this place? Not, we did not stumble yeah. upon this on our own. Yeah, we would have never found it except for little website, workaway.com. We Woo-woo. happened to reach out to a few people and found this very adventurous looking opportunity, a farm, where the title was, Would You Like to Live Like Robinson Crusoe? And we thought, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, we, uh, we got accepted and... Um, we made it to the town of Pati by train, and then uh, the the host, a gentleman named Christian, showed up. He actually hitched a ride into town just to greet us and help he us. He almost get... brought his donkey. Yeah, we'll get to the donkey. Oh, later. sorry. Yeah, but he almost yeah came all the way down on foot, but he was able to hitch a ride just to meet us and bring us you know the half hour journey all the way back. Or more, I guess, all the way back up to his place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adventure Hill is what it's called. So Adventure Hill. It would take Farm. several podcasts to tell all the stories he told us in the seven days we were there. We actually mm-hmm. were only going to be there for four days. We changed our flight because we just realized, wow, this is something special. Very, very um, special. To set the scene, he's got this property, the very kind of creative shape of property. It sweeps way up into the top of one of the higher hills. That you can see overlooking the seven Aeolian islands, it's yeah. so gorgeous. One, one or two of which actually smoke because they're volcanoes, uh, mm-hmm. still active. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you can see the the sea and the islands from different parts of his property. And as you walk in, there are citrus trees everywhere. Uh, you know, four or five different kinds of citrus, and you can just reach up and grab an orange and eat it right there, or grab ten and make orange juice. Mm. It's just everywhere. and um, Lemons, too. Oh, yeah. So uh, the fresh herbs in the garden and uh, actual mm. garden vegetables. And he's got a pond with goldfish in it that actually was also the pool slash bath. Um, pretty nice size pond. And the place pond. where you get yeah. your drinking water because the water comes from a mountain spring that flows throughout uh, the area. I think a lot of people kind of tap into the mountain spring. But it is primarily drawn up to the big fancy church in the area. And so... Popes of the past have drunk this from this from this spring, and so uh, Christian re- would refer to it as the holy water. This place, Pane Vino, very very special 
uh, restaurant, and it's and I believe it's one of the only restaurants open in in um, the mountain villages ab- above the town of Pati, um, in the in the village of Scala, and and a lot of the town is quiet and and some of the buildings are abandoned, but there's this beautiful place, and it's the place where everyone goes, where there's always music and always good times, and everyone knows everyone and everyone's family, and it was just so. It was it was fun. It was different. It was probably one of the most unique things we've done on our journey. Um, it felt a little bit of the we are away from it all. We didn't mm-hmm. have a car. We didn't necessarily have transportation. We we made it to town a few times and stuff. But yeah, um, being there truly felt like being like Robinson Crusoe. Yeah. Or I, I think more accurately maybe Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. The totally. sink was attached to a tree and oh, it was just yeah, it was neat. And we cooked our meals over a fire. Yeah, and... we made probably three fires a day. Mm-hmm. You know, yep, there's just yep. that was life. There's hauling water, making hauling fires. Hauling water was what we did for mm-hmm. most of our days. <laughs> Anything that you need water for you have to you have to wait for it to fill up mm-hmm. you have to wait for your, for your bucket to fill up and then you have to move it to where it needs to go so yeah that was interesting so day to day we helped uh, fortify a chicken coop um, which the chickens we uh, ate from their eggs uh, every day I think we yeah. you have to get a little creative because they would escape and get out you'd find it's like an Easter egg hunt a lot of times find <laughs> it was the, finding the eggs around the property um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we used a, kind of a bamboo reed that grows locally and just broke pieces of it in sections and fortified the fence because the chickens, uh, their wings aren't clipped so they can fly really well. And so we had to bring the fence up another, you know, mm-hmm. three or four feet in a lot of spots. Uh, alas, when we left, the chickens were still getting out and we're pretty sure one of the dogs is the culprit. He'd pry the fence gate open yeah. to go in he and eat their, their food. Let them out. Yeah, so there's a there's some organized crime going on there, but um, yeah, we just love this farm. It was so yeah. awesome. And I think the thing that made it the most special was was Christian, of course, yeah. and his vision for the place. Um, just the fact that he that he purchased the land and that he's um, developed so much and brought so many people on board with his vision um, is really a testament to. Um, his creativity and his desire to do a really good thing in in in, in Sicily and so totally it's... and big picture he wants to see it be a place where people can come and get close to nature and uh, have eco adventures you know and learn and yeah. grow and and recreate and... yeah team building all kinds of different stuff yeah. and so he's in the process of uh, expanding structures building solar showers and expanding the compost toilet mm-hmm. and. Uh, really impressive. He's got a lot of vision, and there's been quite a bit of work put behind that vision over the last nine years or so. So mm-hmm. fun to just kind of jump right in the middle of someone's passion project dream and help out a little bit and yeah. share in it. Oh, he also took us on an eco-adventure. He took us on a crazy camp out to the lonely beach uh, via donkey. Via donkey. So we loaded up sweet Her- Hercules. Hercules. Yeah. And, and, and we love... <laughs> He's, he's the most beautiful donkey I've ever seen. I, I didn't know a donkey could be that beautiful and, and cute. Um, but, but we loved um, whenever we would come back to the camp, he would start hee-hawing, and it was very loud and very, uh, it was just a robust sound. And, and Christian would always respond with like, a, like kind of a human utterance that was similar. He'd be like, Hercules! <laughs> kind I just of like yelled back. It's a special Hercules. bond between that donkey they're, and that man. They're, yeah. they're donkey brothers, yeah. <laughs> As he says, yeah. yeah so. But uh, faithful Hercules carried our stuff all the way down from the, the high country where we were 
to the beach, and not just any beach, the lonely beach. It's a mm. kind of a secret spot that he knows about, um, and he's you know kind of worked out over the years that he's allowed to camp out there, and uh, <laughs> not a privilege everybody gets. And uh, so we came in by donkey, brought all of our stuff and camping gear and food and uh, sacks of potatoes and onions and stuff, and um, carried it all to this certain spot on the beach and tied up Hercules with some water in a different spot and started a fire and we threw just potatoes and onions just like they are into the coals and they they baked baked like that and we learned so many fun oh, facts yeah. from christian he taught us about different plants and how to use them and eat them oh we'd be walking along and he'd just rip off a piece of a random plant and say oh yeah this is fennel it's good for this and i always chew on this or here's some wild sage or here's wild mint and just yeah he definitely is in tune with what's happening in the right. region but up and had another adventure the next day where we swam slash walked and rock hopped and all this stuff uh, all the way around the corner through tunnels, cliff jumping, beautiful, really beautiful beach. turquoise water. Yeah, just uh, I would say kind of like the Cathedral Cove in New Zealand, but different sections of it, very blue, fresh, just nobody around. Um, kind of had this whole little adventure area to ourselves that we could climb around and hop off stuff and swim through underwater tunnels and just very playful, very fun, just very, yeah. very lighthearted, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of hanging out with our, our new friend, exploring the, the ocean. And he mm-hmm. was showing us all these cool spots he knew of and um, got some paninis actually around the corner for about an hour travel. We got to a, a restaurant at this other beach and had lunch and then came back and Packed up Hercules and back to the camp we went for our last day or so. And for the record, um, when we went to get paninis and actually whenever we went to go anywhere to get food if we needed to, we kept getting discounts or free food altogether. This man at a bakery was just like, "Here's, here's some pizza for you guys. And it's because Christian has loved this community so well. They they just love him back and and care for him and and he just gets discounts everywhere that he goes because goes at friendship price <laughs> friendship price friendship yeah. price yeah so yeah it was really neat we felt come. like we were part of the in crowd oh my gosh yeah. it was such an honor to be able to um, witness and partake in the fruit of his um, commitment to literally yeah yeah little so little much fruit, fruit. Yeah, yeah yeah oh yeah people kept neighbors just kept coming by with fruit and stale bread for the animals and you know all these things so yeah. It was so so amazing and so authentic just to see Sicily in that way. Yep. And then, I mean, showing up at the airport in the bigger city, a whole different kind of feel. People are on their way, coming and going, getting to maybe some more popular places and hotels. And we felt like we were seven worlds away from all of that. You know, wherever we went in Sicily, I think was a very special and unique part um, that maybe not a lot of people get to see. So we feel very blessed to have... Kind of just stumbled into that much authentic culture. Totally. So here's just a shout out and a thank you to Christian and all of you at Adventure Hill Eco Farm. Uh, It was just an incredible time. So thank you so much. Yep. And so that was our adventure in Sicily. To end this episode, we're now going to share our interview, which is a little bit of a shame because (laughs) the interview got interrupted by a sweet gentleman outside of the restaurant we were talking about, Pane Vino. Um, so we, we tried to get Christian to tell us the story of, you know, the starting of Adventure Hill and and this man ends up coming up and, well, you'll see what happens. But we never ended up actually finishing the interview, so we are so sorry that you won't hear the story um, all the way through. But let this final moment with Christian and with his friend Rosario 
um, end this episode with some music. Enjoy. <laughs> Here we are standing outside the famous Pane Vino with Christian. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, and we want to um, just ask him a few questions about his experience of Sicilia. So, first of all... Il paradiso terrestre. Par- oh. Paradise on Earth. Oh, paradise on Earth. Absolutely. So you moved here how long ago? Mm, 25 years ago, I lost my heart here. Yeah. How did that happen? Oh, it was um, uh, funny, occasionally... Sorry for my bad English. English. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they don't stay longer here to train me better American English. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, uh, I was on a flea market in Munich and uh, with my mother and we sold some stuff and then there was a wa- another woman and she bought something and uh, but they were not clear with the price and figuring out the, the <laughs> figuring out the right the right price uh, they made friendship <laughs> we're doing an interview and, and uh, <laughs> we're going to interview him too <laughs> there, there's another friend there's Candice well, Arino so I'm sorry the, the interview uh, has to start another time he can sing a song Oh, Can, sing. Canta una canzone. Si, ya, ya, ya. Per favore. Para mí. En América. Ho comprado stasera. El tu cuore lo sa. Cosa voglio da te? D'amore non si muore, ma chi si sempre solo non sa vivere più. Con l'ultima speranza stasera ho comprato rose la strada dei ricordi che è sempre la più lunga amore sai perché nel cuore nel mio cuore non ho altro che te forse la rosa non si usano più ma questi fiori sapranno parlarti di me rose rose per te Ho comprato stasera e il tuo cuore lo sa cosa voglio da te. Oh, bravo, bravo. Bello. We can, we can do another one tomorrow. Okay. Grazie mille.